Thank you for listening today on Podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Feel free to check us out at podcastwithpastorlarry.com. In just a moment, Pastor Larry will be teaching us a constant truth from God's Word to help us in this always changing world. You can always find more teaching with Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church for, that's the number four, others. That would be Freedom Church for others. Now, let's get to learning the Bible to live the Bible with Pastor Larry. Hey folks, this is Pastor Larry with Freedom Ministries. It is Tuesday, August or September, excuse me. I'm not even sure what month it is. It's September the 6th. Hope that you're doing well. Hope that you had a good Labor Day weekend. Maybe you're out of town and I don't know, maybe you had the day off and maybe you're just hanging around the house. Maybe you had a stay vacation. You ever heard of those? Either way, I hope that you had some time with family, maybe to yourself, just enjoyed that. But thanks for joining me today. If you're on Facebook Live, this will be part 27. If you're listening in on the podcast ministry at podcastwithpastorlarry.com, this will be episode 27. Thanks for being a part of this. We're going to continue our study as we're talking about living the Christ life and having the right focus. How do you keep the right focus? Making sure that the life that we're living as believers is Christ-like and that it is his life and not our life. We're not living our life based on our wants, our desires, trying to live independently of God. No, we're wanting to live our life based on what Christ is calling us to do. And so if you would, let's just jump right into the study together. We're going to be looking at and listening to some scriptures uh, together. And, uh, you know, for years, and I said this last time, you know, I was determined that what I was doing as a Christian, you know, I was dedicated, I was determined, but I was determined in this manner to live for God and not unto God. I mean, I thought that there were certain things that I needed to do and must do and that he wanted me to do. And all of those things are good and fine, but I thought maybe the Christian life was living for God or living for the Lord. And we talked about that. Those phrases, living for God, living or live for God, or live for Jesus, living for Jesus, or living for Christ, is not found in the New Testament at all. And so I want to remind you that living for God, when we say that phrase and use that phrase and take on that mentality, it indicates that you and I are doing something to help God rather than us living unto God. It's almost as if we're doing something on God's behalf. But the truth is, what can we do for the God of this universe? And we've learned over this study that God has all wisdom. He has all knowledge, all power, all authority. Jesus has all Life. This is the things that Christ possesses. And so how am I, as a Christian, how am I going to do something for somebody who has it all? So there's a better focus here. 
And that's why I wanted to study this with you together. There's a right focus to have. And we've been learning this, and we're going to go through this together. The first focus that you and I need to have is to live our life based on the new position that we have in Christ. I'm going to look up some verses here, and I'm going to do that with you. And they're not going to be on the screen for today, uh, just because some of the technical issues and software glitches that I'm having. And I hope that doesn't affect your thread or your feed today. But in Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 through 28, Listen to these verses talking about our new position in Christ. This should be our focus. But before faith came, we were imprisoned under the law. This is verse 23, just backing up a little bit. Kept for the faith which was later to be revealed. So the law didn't free me. The law only imprisoned me, which means the law only exposed what was wrong in my life. Then we get to verse 26. Jesus said through the apostle Paul, you are all sons of God by faith in Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus, not by the law, but by faith in. That's so important. We go from the phrase for God, for Christ, to in Christ Jesus. Listen to Galatians 3 verse 27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. And I'm reading these verses right from you version on my screen. There is neither male nor female for all are one. Here's that phrase again in Christ Jesus. Did you catch that over and over what you're seeing being taught under the New Testament, under the age of grace in which we live in, you're finding the phrase in Christ Jesus, or in Jesus Christ, or in God. And the emphasis that we find in Paul's letters to the church is not on what the believer can actually do for Christ, but rather on what God has already done through his son, Jesus Christ, for the believer. So think about that. It's not based, your life as a Christian is not based on what you can do. It's based on what Christ has done. So having the right focus is and should be on your new position in Jesus Christ. I want you to listen to this verse, and it comes from Ephesians chapter 2. Listen to this, Ephesians chapter 2. And as we read this or listen to this verse, maybe you can look it up and you have time to do that. Ephesians 2.10, everything in the Christian life begins and flows from this glorious new position that we have. Listen to what Paul said. Paul said in Ephesians 2.10, for we, talking about believers, are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them. Notice he said, we are created in Christ. We're not created by good works, but we're created in Christ Jesus for good works. And I want you to notice that when he says that, good works flow from and forth naturally from what God has done for us in Christ. So we were created in this, and so the natural result or flow would be us to produce 
good works. So yes, let's have the right focus of our new position in Christ. But then secondly, let's focus our life unto Christ. That's right, unto Christ. I want to go back to Galatians if we could. And so let's go back to Galatians and look up Galatians 2.19. If you don't have time, it's fine. I'm already there, but I'm going to read this verse. Listen to this verse when we talk about focusing our life unto Christ. Look at Galatians 2.19, or listen if you're on the podcast ministry, and notice what it doesn't say. Paul said, for through the law, this is Galatians 2.19, for through the law, I am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I want you to notice it doesn't say live for God, that I might live unto God. There is a big difference between those two words. See, living for God, again, indicates that I'm initiating something on God's behalf. Living unto God, again, carries the idea, okay, when we live unto God, it carries the idea of surrender. Do you remember that from last time, our study together? Our surrender, what does that mean? Basically, we're saying when we live unto Christ, and our focus is this, God, I'm going to be yielded to you. I'm surrendered to do whatever you, God, whatever you, Christ, want me to do. So here I am, and I'm living my life now unto you. That's right. And, you know, again, I spent a lot of my life doing things for God. Good, yes, and you probably have those too. But now when I look back on that, there have been occasions where some of that was initiated with me, and I did it through my own effort, in my own mind. I was doing it for Jesus, and intentions good, yes, and that is where we are. Our intentions are good, but sometimes they lead to that prideful attitude, or even just being puffed up, right? That puffing up and, wow, look at what you have done. But then it can also lead to just being exhausted and burned out because you're doing it in your own strength and you're doing it based on your effort and your will, but not unto Christ. And this is why our focus should be living our life unto Christ. So yes, having the right focus on your new position, having the right focus on living your life unto Christ. But then thirdly, I'm going to give you this thought. Let's focus our life on Christ living through us. Let me say that again. Having the right focus means everything. What is this focus? Having the right focus on our life of Christ and his life living through us. This is a game changer. Clearly, the Bible teaches that the moment that you and I got saved, that that when we got saved, that Christ came to live in us. Let's look at several verses. We're going to start in Romans chapter 8. And if you have time, look this up with me, or at least follow along as I read. In Romans chapter 8, verses 9 and 10, listen to these verse. Speaking of Christ living through us, 
And when we put our faith and trust in him, of Christ coming to live inside of us. Paul says in Romans 8, 9, and 10, You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of Christ lives in you. Did you hear that? If the Spirit of God lives in you. Now, if any man does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. And if Christ is in you, so where does Christ dwell when we get saved? In us. This is where he makes his home spiritually. He makes his home in us. This is so wonderful. He says the spirit is alive because of righteousness. This is an incredible thought. And I love this because this is so important for you and I to understand who we are and whose we are. I know that you're familiar with Galatians 2.20. Paul said, for the life I now live, it is not I, but Christ who lives in me, right? What about Colossians 1.27? Listen to this verse, Colossians 1.27. Paul said this, according to Colossians 1.27, to them God would make known what is the glorious riches of this mystery among the nations It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. There's that phrase again, Christ in you. You know, God didn't have to give us such a position, but he did. He didn't have to. Why did he do it? Sometimes we get the false idea. Sometimes we get this thought, and I'm going to give you a few. When we think about Christ coming to live inside of us, sometimes Christians come away with this thought. Well, Christ came to live inside of us so our sins could be forgiven. That is true, but that's not all, because God could have forgiven us without placing his life within us. Sometimes we come away with the thought, well, he did this so we could go to heaven. Well, Jesus could have taken us to heaven without this. Sometimes Christians come away with the idea that this position we were given in Christ so we could know how to live. Well, the truth is, the Bible tells us how to live. Here's the thing. Christ came to live inside of us so we could experience and express his life. I really need you to get that. Then why did Christ take up residence in us? Why did he give his life not only just to us and for us, but he came to live in us? Why did he do that? Well, I want to go back to Galatians 2.20, and I want you to listen to this verse. Here's why. So that we could experience and express his life in us and through us. Paul said, and I want to repeat this, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live in the flesh. I live by the faith in the Son of God. You know, there is very little emphasis 
on our lives in the New Testament. Have you noticed that? Why? Why is there such little emphasis on our life in the New Testament? Well, it's real simple. Because our life as a Christian is not about us. It's about our supernatural life of Jesus, right? As he demonstrated even when he rose from the dead. Colossians 3, 4 says, Christ who is our life. We have no life as a Christian apart from Jesus. Yes, I have a physical life and so do you. I have a fleshly life and so do you. That's inconsequential. It really is. The only true life that I have and that you have as a Christian is the life of Christ. The Christian life is not about you and I serving Jesus And that's important, but that's not all our life. Or living for him or doing the things he instructs me or you to do. The Christian life is Christ. That means experiencing and expressing his life every moment of our life. Are you familiar with Philippians 1.21? Listen to this verse and listen to what Paul says in Philippians 1.21. For me to continue to live is Christ. Did you notice that? For me to live is Christ. He didn't say for me to live is for Christ. He said for me to continue living is Christ. This is our life. This is the essence and the expression of Every Christian living Christ living in us and through us. The emphasis isn't on us doing something for Christ, but rather, get this, Him doing it through us. How better is that? Christ doing His life, living His life through us for years. I was really trying hard, giving it a good go, giving it an honest effort, right? To live for the Lord rather than the Lord living his life through me. Do I serve? Do I labor? Of course I do. But not through my power and strength, but through Christ living in and through you and I. I want to read a few verses. The first one comes from Colossians 1.29. Listen to this verse as I look it up. Paul said this, in this I labor striving according to, he didn't say my power. He said, oh, I labor, but according to his power, which effectually works in me. That is the life of Christ in us. It's his power. It's his strength. It's his abilities. So what is the emphasis of the New Testament? It's on our position in Christ. Everything starts and flows from there. That is the emphasis of the New Testament church, of the church, 
that you find in grace and in truth that the Apostle Paul wrote about under this age of grace, this mystery program in which we live, we find that the life that we have all starts with our position in Christ. It also is emphasized in the New Testament about us living unto Christ, yielded and surrendered to him completely. And you know what you find as you and I yield to Christ? That Christ lives his life through us. What does the law say? Well, the law says you better live for God. And you better do the things that he expects, and you better do something for God, or you know what? You're going to get it. That's what the law will do. That's what religious systems will purport. This is how it works. But what does grace say? This is the overwhelming theme that we find in the New Testament. You know what it says? It says, God saved me, and he does and has done everything for me in Christ. Now here I am, surrendered to him. So Christ, do through me whatever you will. As even Jesus said, right? Not my will be done, but your will be done. So here's my closing thought for you today. Quit trying to live for God and start allowing Jesus to live through you. Yes, stop trying to do everything in your own effort, in your own strength, in your own power, and start allowing Christ yielded to him, right? And allow him to live his life through you. I close with this verse. It comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24. Faithful is he Christ, who calls you, who also will do it. Let me repeat that. Faithful is he, Christ. Faithful is Christ who calls you, who also will do it. I'm going to tell you, if Christ is leading you to a certain thing, whatever it is that he is drawing you to, I can assure you, He will do it through you, and he does a whole lot better job at it than we do. Haven't you found that to be true in your own life? So, as always, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for being a part of this study as we've been growing together, learning how to live the Christ life. Yes, on what not to do in the areas of failure and that create that, but then also the things that set us up for victorious Christian living. And it's really found in one place, one person, and that person is Jesus Christ. Hey, join me next time. Bring someone with you. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Hit that notification button, and please hit the like a lot. Hit the like a lot. It helps us get the word out in a greater and broader way. Again, you are loved. You are prayed for. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today for podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Connect with Pastor Larry at podcastwithpastorlarry.com to hear weekly biblical teaching. You can always find more teaching of Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia. 
or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church for, that's the number for others. That would be Freedom Church for others. This is a listener supported podcast. Feel free to partner with us to further our reach of the gospel to the world. If you feel led to give, please log on to PastorLarry.org. Again, thanks for connecting to podcast with Pastor Larry.